0: dancepreneuring studio session 30 how i hustled in hollywood hello hello everyone and welcome to another session of the dancepreneuring studio session 30 woohoo Yay! I'm so excited. This is session 30. And I know there's a lot of podcasts that only make it to like session five. So for me, this is a big deal to get to session 30. And I'm just so excited about it. And my name is Annette Bone. And this is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week, I'm excited to bring you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to this amazing art of dance that I love so much. And they share their stories, their ideas strategies and tactics to help move your life and business forward this week in our step to success segment i talk about something that is either i don't know you can consider it torture or relief (laughs) so stay tuned for that and then in our dancers dialect segment Think Saturday Night Fever, John Travolta, Uh Gees. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with that era? Disco. And then in our Freestyle Flow segment, I'm going to share how to check your gut. And it's not what you think it is. Lastly, in our feature presentation, how I hustled in Hollywood. Ooh, it was fun. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Chi, the Club Dance King here, founder of iDance Academy, and I'm so happy to be here today with Annette Bone, and you guys are listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. torture or relief. I don't know. It's up to you to decide. But this week's step to success has to do with something that some people call torturous and many after they've done it will call it a big relief. I certainly did. And this week's step to success has to do with your physical success. And it is a process called foam rolling. And I've linked a video series by Dr. Mark Chang in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 030. I really liked this video series from Dr. Mark Chang. He is a well-known authority. He's a speaker and a lecturer on optimum human performance and orthopedic medicine through proven kettlebell training methods, functional movement analysis, TRX sports medicine, rehabilitative and strength training, as well as traditional martial arts and traditional Chinese manual medicine. So he has an amazing background in this. And this four-part video series has you starting off with foam rolling, some things to look out for for how to do it and very short easy videos to follow. I highly recommend them and again I link them in the show notes. I've wanted to do foam rolling for a long time. I've done and done them on and off in different Pilates classes and I remember just how amazing I felt and just the kind of stretch and release in my muscles that I got doing them. So I finally got a foam roller. It's not the one that I want exactly. The one that he references in the videos, I've also linked in the show notes. So if that's the one you decide to get, if you start deciding to do this, which I recommend, then um, it's the one that looks like it kind of has some indentations on the inside. There's also foam rollers that are mostly smooth, but... I just say start with something better than nothing and follow these videos. And there's a, a ton of resources online to do foam rolling. I really appreciate his methodology because he talked about in one of the videos how you don't want to train to pain and you might feel pain in doing these foam roller exercises. I really like his approach. I like how he explains what muscles to do the foam rolling. I think you'll find value in these videos and more importantly, doing this will help relieve and release some of the tension in your body. That way you can operate at a higher level in your life and in your business. And now, life and business connect with the dancers' dialect. The dancers' dialect is the dancers' language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres, so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. So, when you think of the '70s, what do you think of? What comes to your mind? I think of John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever and that white three-piece suit as he's posing on the album cover of the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack and the Bee Gees and so many things because I grew up during that time into the 80s. And if you were not even born during that time, you got to look this stuff up. Anyway, our word for this week in the dancer's dialect has to do with that era, and it's called The Hustle. No, I don't sing. That's why I hummed it. And if you want to know that song, The Hustle, is by Van McCoy. It hit the top 40 chart, and then everybody was doing The Hustle. thought you'd want to know that little bit of trivia, you know, from the 70s, but... This was a really popular dance and it never really went away. Actually, it's been incorporated into current styles of ballroom. It can also be referred to as the New York hustle or Latin hustle. And it's, Evolved quite a bit. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that in our feature presentation. The word the hustle also brings up what's used a lot in business today about if you want to make things happen, you got to hustle, or my side hustle, referring to a side business or something like that. So when you think of the word hustle, of course, you're hustling to make your dreams happen, to build your business, to move your life forward, but also take a break and have fun. And when you think hustle, think fun just like the dance step. And now, anything goes with freestyle flow. What's on your mind today, Annette? I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to talk about having a gut check, and it's not what you think. Not intuition. I'm talking about taking probiotics. Yes, isn't that exciting? The health benefits of taking probiotics. <laughs> I love reading about health stuff, and I'm not claiming to be a doctor or a health professional, but I thought I'd pass some of this stuff along, especially because it has to do with one of my favorite things to drink, which is called kombucha. That's spelled K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. Kind of an interesting word, right? But it, the let me go back to the probiotics. Probiotics are beneficial microorganisms and they are necessary for good digestion and good gut health. I've linked an article from the Harvard Medical School Health Publications, and it talks about the health benefits of taking probiotics. And you can get probiotics in foods such as yogurt and raw fermented sauerkraut. Isn't it interesting, some of the things that you liked as a kid and you don't like now and vice versa, like before, I just could not stand ginger or I could not stand wasabi and and sauerkraut. And I absolutely love those things now. Oh my goodness, I cannot get enough. I recently bought a pack of raw fermented sauerkraut that was flavored with shiracha. Ooh, spicy, flavorful. And I even like drinking the liquid. Isn't that interesting? Anyway, all the, all the health benefits of probiotics are in fermented foods like that. Kraut being one of them, yogurt being one of them. And then there's also a lot of beverages that are manufactured in japan it's a really big thing in japan so if you go to an asian store japanese store and you see these little drinks they're kind they're really small i think they're like an ounce and they come in like a six or ten pack and they look like little bottles of milk and so they they are very much into probiotic laced beverages and so with kombucha oh my goodness i I discovered kombucha Oh, it's been a number of years now. It wasn't popular like how it is now. You can pretty much go to any store and buy kombucha. There's different brands and different flavors. And oh, it's so good. It's really good even with chia seeds too. I don't know if you know what chia seeds are, but those are very healthy uh, seeds with omegas in them. And there's been a lot of debate as to whether kombucha is good for you or not. So what is kombucha? Kombucha is a fermented tea that is made with sugar and with something called a SCOBY, which is an acronym for Symbiotic Culture of Bacteria and Yeast. Now, does that not sound so appetizing? My goodness, right? (laughs) It is actually very necessary to use a SCOBY to make the fermented tea. And it's referred to as the mother because you need it to reproduce the bacteria and all the good stuff. Don't think bacteria so much, think of good stuff. All the good stuff in the tea. And then also, it looks like a mushroom. It looks like a like this interesting mushroom. I'll have to link a picture in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero three zero, And you can see what it's like. It's very easy and economical to make at home. You can make all different kinds of flavors. And I've also linked an article from the Food Renegade because there's been di- different debates on, on whether kombucha is really effective or not, if, or if it really does have the health benefits that... it claims that it does. One thing to remember is that the kombucha process has been utilized by different countries for over 2000 years. So it's not anything new. Some of the health benefits that are claimed are detoxification, joint care, aiding in digestion and in gut health, and so many other things. You'll just have to read about it. I've linked both the resource from Harvard Medical School as well as Food Renegade. And I encourage you to try some kombucha. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Oh, yes. How I hustled in Hollywood and boy, was it so much fun. Oh, my goodness. I was just so thankful I got to experience this. I took a master class at Debbie Reynolds Studio in North Hollywood and I've been wanting to do ballroom for the longest time. I just haven't. I train in other styles right now and but ballroom is not one of them. So, I found out about this class and it it was really cool the way it was it was broken up because the first hour was Hollywood Hustle and that's a fusion of ballroom and house and hip hop and they're also going to incorporate breakdancing with which I think is just amazing to be able to fuse styles like that. And then the second part of it was a popping class with popping robotics and animation. And oh my goodness, I'm totally going to be a fangirl now and talk about this. I'm such a dance nerd when it comes to stuff like this. But I got to take class on that portion with one of the stars from two of my favorite dance movies when I was growing up in the 80s called Breaking and Electric Boogaloo. And that person is, well, in the movie, his his character name is Turbo. His real name is Michael Chambers. He's also known as Boogaloo Shrimp, and then, oh my goodness, the um, other two characters. I just love that movie so much. As you can you tell? <laughs> Ozone, who's played by Shabadoo, and then um, Lucinda Dickey, who played Kelly, who I just absolutely admired because I don't know if I've talked about this before, but when I saw her dance, she she did this jazz sequence and these turns and pas de berets, And at that time, I was not training. I, I had never done any dance training. And I saw her dance and I thought, oh, my goodness, I want to do that. I want to turn like that. So as you can tell, I'm a total fan of those movies. And, and so I got to take class from uh, Boogaloo Shrimp, from from uh, Michael Chambers, Turbo, all three, you know, you know who he is now. But 10 things that I learned about those classes and being out of my comfort zone in a different style that I wasn't used to. I take popping right now, but taking popping from... From Boogaloo Shrimp, I mean, I was a little like, (laughs) I was kind of, you know, coming into a new situation, you're always kind of fearful and uncomfortable, but I just told myself, that I was going to have fun regardless. So let me share 10 things that I learned from how I hustled in Hollywood. The first thing is that I had to learn to trust my partner and let him lead. I got to dance with four different guys in the Hollywood hustle style. Each one was a different experience. I did not know any of them, obviously. And it was really cool because it was a different experience with each one of them, but I had to learn how to trust them because they knew where to lead me. Obviously, not knowing the movements and the directions, it took me a little while to trust them. And so (laughs) I would say, learn to trust your partner and let him lead. Number two is be mindful of the change in directions and know where you're going in this style. There is a lot of change of directions. You're not always facing front and you're not always facing back. And you're, there's a lot of different transitions and you have to be ready for them. So part of what I had to get used to was those change in directions and where I was focusing. It's like in, in, other styles of dance too, but especially having a partner, it's a different dynamic. So be mindful of the change in directions and know where you're going. Number three, learn basic foundations, but feel free to be creative with them. This was really emphasized a lot when I was learning from Boogaloo Shrimp. He talked a lot about what the dance industry is like now and how a lot of the priority is people wanting to be a YouTube star and not being original and the The thing about having a short dance career because you're not original or you don't want to think outside the box or that you don't know how to do anything else but one style in. So a lot of our class, he talked through a lot of different things, which I really appreciated because I felt like I was getting a history lesson again. And then also just the basic movements, the basic qualities of movements in popping, animation, and robotics. And it was so cool. I I know I I say cool a lot, but it was such a great experience learning from him. And he, he didn't give us complicated choreography. He gave us basic foundations, but he said to add our own style to it. So it was really great. The fourth thing that I learned is that It's really important to take ownership of who you are and your abilities. Boogaloo Shrimp talked a lot about the audition process and how you have to walk in confident of who you are and your abilities. And he talked about not differentiating yourself as a hip hop dancer or a ballet dancer. You are a dancer. And that's when he also talked about how certain dancers just do one thing. They may do it really, really well, but their career and what they do is very limited because they only do that one thing. I think that applies to business as well. And whatever you do is taking ownership of who you are and being authentic and knowing the abilities that you have and developing them. So I really appreciated how he talked about that. Number five is to be confident in who you are. And that also goes back to number four, but you have to walk into situations and be confident, not be arrogant or be aggressive or be like, oh, I'm better than everybody else, but be confident in who you are because God did create you for excellence. Number six is putting quality in what you do. This is one thing that I'm working on a lot on with one of my dance trainers who is actually interviewed in last week's session, uh, session zero to nine. And that's one thing that she talks about in her classes all the time. But I think, again, it applies to business and life, too. If you put quality into what you do, it's very obvious. It's not about like in dancing when Boogaloo Shrimp was talking about you see all these tricks and cool things that people do and it's fine and it's great. But it's not always about the cool tricks there has to be some quality there has to be originality there has to be something else besides that so i really appreciated how we talked about putting quality into what you do number 7 is don't hesitate i have had to work on this in my dancing so much so much <laughs> and it, it was the same thing even in the um, not so much in the popping section, but in the ballroom in the Hollywood hustle section, because I hesitated on some of the movements because I wasn't familiar instead of just going for it. So something I'm working on. But I would say don't hesitate in a lot of things. Don't hesitate because you just have to go for it. Number eight, don't wait for others to validate you. This, again, goes back to what I said about taking ownership of who you are and being confident. You don't have to have others approval to know all the good things that you have within yourself, whether it's for dance or business or whatever else. Don't rely on others to validate you. Number nine, get excited that you are out of your comfort zone. Took me just a little while. I did better this time, but It was great because I was totally out in this class. I was totally out of my comfort zone. I've not done a lot of partnering and I haven't done any ballroom at all. So it was just so much fun. I just kept telling myself, this is fun. This is great. And it was, it really was. And so I was excited and I thought, oh my goodness, I'm out of my comfort zone. This is great. It's going to help me grow and just help me in my dancing and just in movement and just getting myself out there out of my comfort zone, regardless of what others think. And then number 10 is to have fun, have fun in what you're doing something again that I've had to work on in my dance classes even though it is fun for me I can be very intense and very focused and so sometimes it doesn't end up being fun for me and I get frustrated but I think that's with everything if you're trying to reach a goal or pursue something you have to remember to have fun along the way so again these 10 things that I learned when I hustled in Hollywood number one learn to trust your partner and let him lead number two be mindful of the change in directions and know where you're going That can apply to anything besides dance number three learn basic foundations but feel free to be creative with them number four take ownership of who you are and your abilities number five be confident in who you are number six put quality into what you do number seven don't hesitate number eight don't wait for others to validate you number nine get excited that you are out of your comfort zone and number ten have fun Can you share with me an experience that you had that you were out of your comfort zone and it turned out to be so fun and so exciting? I would love to hear about your experience. Please go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 030. It would be a great honor if you would go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a rating and review. That way I can continue improving the podcast and I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of this podcast. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at anetbone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com, all rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.